What's up, everybody? This your boy Eric from Easy Computer Solution, and welcome to another episode of the Tech Preacher Podcast. Special guest today, man. This is what I'm excited for. And by the way, this is episode ten of the uh, Tech Preacher Podcast. But I got L Heavy reviews in the building. That's what I'm talking about. A special guy right here, man. I mean, this guy is unique in his own way, right? Man, what's up with you, man? Man, I'm excited to be here, man. Thanks for having me on. Man, you know, when I first met you, you know, on Twitter, then I started following your YouTube channel, and then I started kind of looking at a lot of different things. I'm saying, man, this guy know his stuff. Man, this guy know his stuff, man. When I go through YouTube channel, man, and, and man, you, you got, Look, you beat me in a lot of different ways, man. I wish that maybe seven or eight years ago when I first started my YouTube channel, man, I, I wish I could have met you because it, you you doing some special things over there on your channel. And I want to show the viewers, if you're watching this podcast live on YouTube, uh, and you could go to the Tech Preacher Podcast YouTube channel uh, and you could check out the 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 live video feed of this uh, podcast. But I do want to show the people that is watching your awesome channel. And I mean, God, when you look at this, your thumbnails is a one. And I struggled with that. I struggled with thumbnails and stuff like that. And you got it right on point. Nice, big, bold letters. And I mean, colorful, this awesome, uh, you know, uh, thumbnails, man, a one D these are the, the professional thumbnails that, Everybody always tell people, you know, these are the thumbnails you need to make to, to grab your audience. And I do want to give you a shout out because, I mean, you you write over 80,000, bro. 80,000. Yeah. Now, we on the grind, man. You know you know what it is. You, you, but you're working harder than most everybody else around here, man. But, <laughs> yeah, it's just I'm, I'm just putting the work, man. I've been, you know, studying, studying the game. That's one of the biggest things uh, since the very beginning was um, – looking at what successful people have been doing and mm -hmm. then trying to reverse engineer that into something that could work in, in our space and like tech and in, yes. and in headphones and audio um, and kind of bringing a different twist to it. Like people are going, you got a bunch of people going left and I'm trying to go right, yeah. you know? And then what's funny is I go right. And now a lot of people started following what I'm doing, <laughs> which, which I don't have a problem with mm -hmm. because my, I'm, I'm like, Hey, if it's working for me, it could work for you. Give yes. it a try. Like, yeah. you know, so I, I'm glad to see it. Cause it's so much room out here for, for everybody. Um, but yeah, man, 80 K, you know, we're on the road, man. You're trying to get to a hundred thousand. Hopefully I would say hopefully in the next 12 months, but yeah. you know, we'll see how it goes. You know, one of the things that I like is that, uh, everybody have a different genre, right? I, I, I'm all over the place. I, I just, I talk about all things tech. So I, I, I don't kind of be a niche type of guy. Not, not smart, yeah. Smartphones are, are top of my list. Like I always do smartphones. A lot of people come to me, you know, videos about smartphones, but I do headphones, you know, uh, you know, different things like cases and, and, and you know, microphones and, and, and stuff like that. But your channel is mainly focused on headphones and earbuds and comparison videos. And my God, you do such an outstanding job. So when I get a headphone set in, right, and I got the review one, and I got one that I got the review, I actually pulled it to the side because I'm thinking to myself, man, how could I come close to how you do your reviews, right? And I look at your channel, look at your style, and it's just so unique. It's so beautiful. The B-rolls the are great. Everything is good. Um, and 
But you go deeper than that, though, when it comes down to audio. I mean, you you get into the, you know, the frequencies, the you know, the the A and C, and you do the comparison. You, it's it's a lot. What what made you get into more the focus on the audio aspect of it, though? Uh, I mean, so if anything, I would say just the reason I even started going towards headphones and earbuds and stuff like that was, was two, two things because I already, I love music. Music's been with me my entire life. You know, for a lot of people, they'll understand, you know, where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. Um, and testing headphones and earbuds gave me an excuse to Mm -hmm. listen to more of the music that I love. And it's, for me, it's almost therapeutic. Um, but secondarily, um, when I was first playing around with the channel and and trying this trying that reviewing different stuff it was a tech channel from the beginning mm-hmm. but you know i was doing battery banks and speakers and phone cases and like all kinds all you know usb cables all kinds of stuff it was all over the place mm-hmm. but whenever i would do a video about headphones or earbuds it always hit harder yeah you know where it was like if i had a video out and it got maybe 50 views 80 views 100 views if i did a headphone video it was getting 500 mm-hmm. 600 thousand views i'm like wait a minute so these videos are popping more. Why? I was having more fun in those videos. Yes. I was more excited in those videos. And that was one of the things that I started realizing. And then somebody kind of was like, yeah, look, you know, this, if this is working for your channel, you should probably do a little bit more of that. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let me, um, let me dive deeper into it and, and kind of go after it and see what happens. And the beauty of it at the time, mm-hmm. it wasn't a lot of people in that space talking about that stuff. Um, at the time, it was really mostly uh, only like uh, Jim's review room. Um, yes, shout he, out to him. But he he, you know, he retired. So, yeah, he retired. Yeah, he yeah. and then um, Floss. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, he was doing. You know, he does headphones, but he does general tech as well. Right, right. So it wasn't a lot of people in like major tech channels. Every once in a while, when like Sony would drop something new or Bose would drop something new, they might talk about it, but they weren't like in it all the time. So there was a lot of room for growth in there. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let, you know, I basically challenged myself. I said, hey, can can I do this for the next 10, uh, 10 videos? Mm-hmm. And I went after it. And then I said, once I saw that those 10 videos did really well, I was like, all right, can I do this for 20 more? Uh-huh. And then I just kept going. And it's just been like that ever since. So one of the videos that I, that I watch and I, I kind of pull some footage, and it, this is the characteristics of this fantastic mind thought like a, your thought process when you make your video and i always preach that the first 30 seconds is the best it's the one that catches the the eye of the consumer to, to continue to watch but i pulled a clip from your channel and i want to show the audience this and i'm gonna come back and i'm gonna give you a little commentary on what i'm seeing here so y'all check this out the Sony LinkBuds S are here, packing a long list of features, updated mics, active noise cancellation, along with LDAC support. But are they really the new king for under 200 bucks? In this video, I'll be giving you a complete review along with ranking them against some of the best earbuds under $200, including the One More Evo, the Beats Fit Pro, the Soundcord Liberty 3 Pro, and the OnePlus Buds Pro. So let's jump in. May. What I got out that first 30 seconds of that video is that I want to see more. You brought my attention to that with the excitement in your voice. The B-Rolls is just class A. Uh, and the the transitions was great. The audio was great. I mean, everything about that, that first 30 seconds of that video will make me watch the entire video. And that's the struggle with a lot of content creators. And that's something that I try to transform in my 
the way I do my YouTube channel. But man, I mean that the thought process that you made in that that video, you do this and basically all the videos you do, and it was absolutely stunning. Um, yeah. So, what is your thought process as far as when you making a video? Um, from the beginning to the end, like what your thought process is with that. Cause I, I, I know a lot of people want to know when they pop on your channel, they see all this good theatrics and, and, and cinematography going on and B roll and transitions. How do you get to that point? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the intro is super important. Like yeah. that's something that, you know, once, you know, once you kind of get accustomed to being a creator, you start getting, you're used to uploading, you're used to the mechanics of the uploads and all that stuff at a certain point you start to look at your analytics and you start kind of noticing some things and you start yeah. noticing that when you have these long intros or when you're not getting to the point right one people will tell you get to the point yes right so that that happens and that happened to me so that was one of the things where i started looking and then when i asked you know somebody who understood analytics better they were like yeah look at your retention graphs look at how many people you're losing in the first 30 seconds yes it's because you're going on too long it's taking you uh, a minute and 30 to get into the video and then it was taking me a minute to get into the video, then 45 seconds to get into the video. And my now, right now my goal is to be into the topic of the video within 20 to 30 seconds, Absolutely. if not less. I've experimented with even less than that. Um, where I've started a video, there was, there's, there's at least a couple of videos on my channel where I'm like, um, hey, Beats Fit Pro, let's get into it. That, so at 10 seconds, I'm already in. Absolutely. So there's, there's stuff like that, but it's really about not wasting the viewer's time. So it's yes. all about viewer's experience. And that's that's one of the things, that's like a concept that took me a long time to really grasp was as a viewer, mm -hmm. will I appreciate the creator getting into the content faster? Yes. yes. Will I appreciate them having good pacing? Yes. You know, will I appreciate them not wasting my time, giving me the info that I need and letting me, you know, move the hell on? Yes. yes. So those are the filters that I have in my mind when I'm creating a video. Now my videos are long and mm -hmm. some people get mad about that. They're like, oh, there's so much talking. I'm like, listen, it might detail. be too long for you, but that's because I'm answering every possible question yes. that somebody might have before they make that purchase. Mm -hmm. So you might not see the value in me talking about all of these things that I cover, yeah. but trust me, there yeah. are plenty of people who want that info because the, the, here's the thing. A lot of people don't know this, but the reason that my videos are structured the way they are, why I talk about connection, why I talk about comfort, grip, the app, uh, noise canceling, why I go through all these steps is because of questions, questions that people ask me as I was coming up on my channel. Mm -hmm. uh, they'd be like, oh, hey, so what's the battery life? I'm like, oh, damn, I didn't test that. Let me, let me test that. <laughs> that got included. Hey, man, what do the microphone sound like? Oh, damn. Uh, let me see if I can figure out how to add that to my videos. Yes. Um, you know, hey, man, how do these compare to this and this? Well, let me see if I can add some comparisons. So basically everything, the way that my whole videos are structured are because of the viewer, because of the things that they ask me. So my goal with every single video was how can I make it to the point where they almost can't ask me a single question, yes. where I've almost answered every single thing to now where the point where my videos are so thorough that sometimes I'll purposely make a mistake just to get people to say stuff in the comments or now I'm asking questions like directly to the viewers. Yes. But yeah, that's, that's, that's the hack right there for people who might be watching it for Eric, make a mistake on a spec on purpose and watch how many comments you get on that mistake. And I'm like, I didn't oh, never think know, about that. Was that. A typo. I ain't never thought about that. I ain't never thought about that because the mistakes I made in making my videos, they just be mistakes. It'll be like, uh, <laughs> it'll be, you know, this done on purpose, but that 
that brings in a great element because it, uh, we go through comments and we read the comments. And one of the things that we try to do on our videos is try to answer questions, try to answer questions as we review in the product. You know, when we talk about like me, I talk about smartphones. Well, it's two elements to smartphone reviews. You have the tech enthusiasts. They all they want to know is specs, right? They specs, specs, specs. That's they, what they want to know. Because I did this one time. I said, you know what? I'm going to make phone videos, but I'm not going to talk about specs. And I get slammed in the comments. Well, what's running? You know, MediaTek, Snapdragon, or oh. uh, Exynos. So I'm like, God. So you run into those problems. And yeah. then the second thing I try to do is I try to think about the average person, the average consumer that's going to walk into, you know, Best Buy, AT&T, T-Mobile, whatever, and purchase a device. So I try to make two different elements and then I try to have fun in between as I'm relaxed and kind of giggling in the videos a little bit to try to give, you know, the inspiration of, you know, I'm having fun, which I am having fun, but I, it's a lot involved in, you know, making a, a video, a thorough, you know, video. But, you know, when you're dealing with smartphones, it's a little different because smartphones, you have to go into a lot of, well, the, the real thorough smartphone reviews, is, it can be very long. But we break it down into different categories, right? You got cameras, body style, performance, you know, those type of things. But when we talk about sound, it, I actually started doing this in a lot of my videos. Uh, what sound? I have external recorders. So I've been putting my phones on the table, cranking the volume up, putting it on a, a, a song, a non-copyright song, and let people hear the external speakers of most uh -huh. devices so they can have a gasp on how good or how bad uh, a, external speakers are. So I've been doing that in my videos. And that yeah. people, because people ask questions. How, how does it sound, you know? Uh -huh. um, but in, in, in the, uh, the, the smartphone space, you got issues because now it's no headphone jacks. Yeah. So now if you got these good high-end headphones, you want to plug it in, you're on the go, you're on the airplane and something like that, you don't get quad DACs and stuff in the newer devices. And, you know, you don't get those high impedance, uh, you know, jacks where they push out good sound audio besides, you know, LG devices. So oh. you do run into those issues um, because audio is everything. I mean, man, you could be on the plane, listen to some good audio. That's like next to none, man. I love audio. Yeah. Nah, man, I, and I need it, man. That's you know, especially you know, like actually, I'm getting ready to to fly to to L.A. here next week, and you know, I'm making sure I got proper headphones with me because I need that music to kind of keep me chilled out. Because yeah. uh, you know, I don't, I, I'm not a fan of flying. Like just to, just right, to be, right. You know, completely honest, I'm just not a fan. I don't like really doing that. If, if it was up to me, if I could, if I could afford to not leave my car here at home for the family, <laughs> I would just drive. Like I, that would just simplify my life, but. Um, but I need it. So, you know, I'm gonna make sure I have, you know, proper headphones with me so that I could be on the plane, listening to my music to help keep me chilled out. Um, but it's, it's necessary, man. Like I've, I, one of the things that I figured out a long time ago, even before I was, um, doing the whole YouTube stuff is, mm -hmm. you know, even for work and things like that, I used to always either one, I always carried a speaker two, always carried a set of headphones always. Yeah. So when I'd be walking around doing my work or, uh, cause my previous job before what I do now, mm -hmm. um, I was fixing copier machines in San Francisco and you know, when I would leave, you know, get out of my car, put my headphones on, I'd have to walk to, to wherever the job site was, 
And then I go in there and I talk to whoever I need to talk to. And I'm like, all right, well, it's going to take me a couple hours to fix this. If you need me, just come tap on my shoulder and I would just put my headphones on and do my thing. And I wasn't supposed to do that. Some people got mad like, oh, it's unprofessional. He's wearing headphones. And I'm like, listen, it's because I don't, I don't need to hear you guys' personal conversations <laughs> right. in your office. Like, I don't want anything to do with that. So, um, but I mean, it helped though, because it helped, it helps keep me focused. Yes. So like, if I want to get work done, like here at my desk, if I want to get work done, I put music on. Yes. Because if I don't put some music on, I'll be scatterbrained. Yes. I actually do that. Um, like when I'm editing my videos and uh, you know, I, after I, because I go through a phase of, of editing my audio, my audio goes through a, a lot. I go through Adobe edition. I add mm -hmm. compression, I add, you know, noise gate. I add all kinds of stuff to my audio. Before I even start the video, I have to focus on audio first. And then I think about the background music. I think about, okay, what background music I'm going to play. And, and, and you, I, so that is a consistent thing that I always do focus on before I even make a video. Before I even start the editing process, those are the things that I have to do first. The audio, the background mm -hmm. music. Uh, that type of stuff, it has to coincide with the video itself. Um, yep. And all those things, man, it's, it's you know, that's that's crazy. Like a lot of people, you know, people that's outside looking in, they believe that we just turn on the camera and we just start recording. That don't work that way, you know. It's uh -oh. a lot more to it than that. But when we put a lot of work into making sure that everything is great. And look, I ain't going to lie to you, bro. I struggled with audio, like with my mics. I had mic issues, and I was going through a, a time period on my YouTube channel where I hated my audio. I, I absolutely, and people was telling me, dude, your audio sounds great. And I'm sitting there with headphones on, editing my video, and my compared to other people like yourself, or when I'm listening to you, if I go on the other YouTube channel, and I'm listening to the audio, and I'm like, my audio absolutely sucked. So I really invested into high-end microphones. I, I bought all, I mean, I, I went into Sennheiser. I went bought Sennheiser microphones. I went bought, you know, uh, you know, pod mics and, and all kinds of different things. I bought all kinds of shotgun mics, rolled video mics. I just went all out and I went bought mics because I my audio was sucked to me and then i went and bought recorders i went and bought the uh the, the task task cam Poly capture x8 the 32-bit float i went and bought the zoom h6 you know i went and bought all these external recorders because i want to get high in audio files so when i put it in the adobe edition it's clean audio um and i mean god i went through a uh, kind of frustrating period for me for with my audio and everybody like easy your audio is all right it's like it's not so yeah. I know how important audio is. Yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. I mean, it's I went through the same the same thing, man, because of having a having to work in in spaces that weren't treated. Like even this room's not treated. Mm. And, you know, but having to work in those kind of spaces, it made me learn what kind of mics work better for this type of space. Yes. Um what what the technology, you know, what you can do both before mm -hmm. to make it sound better, what you can do after to make it sound better um and getting it up to a level that i was comfortable with right because you know at first i i, I go back and hear some of my stuff from you know 2017 2018 <laughs> even 2019 and i was not happy with it it wasn't really until 2020 um and forward where i started feeling a lot more comfortable with how my audio sounded 
um because back then i was still using i was operating in in that budget mentality yeah and it was before i was like like you know what i need to start really investing in getting this up to a level that i that i like yeah um because it's it is what it is like i mean i need to get it to that to that point same thing when video quality when i stepped that up but the audio quality wasn't matching and i'm like okay the audio quality has got to come up now mm -hmm. to make sure that it, it all looks you know at a certain level and for me where where i'm at now i'm i'm pretty much good like one thing the next step for me is removing the mic out of the frame like i'm still going to have this for like my live streams and stuff mm -hmm. but at a certain point a regular video of mine you're not it's it's gonna it's gonna be a mic that's gonna yeah. be on a boom it's gonna be above me and you're not gonna see it the the main issue with that is gonna be that i'm in an untreated room yeah so i have to be echo. really careful about how i yeah. how i rock that but um but for now i mean you know i'm just i'm investing in the camera setup i'm investing in uh you know i i had shared some pictures i just got the mac mini because i'm switching over to final cut oh yeah um so it's gonna be i'm, I'm gonna be changing it up i'm gonna be uh, i'm trying to i'm see see when i grow up I want to be like technically T. <laughs> yeah, right? so, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to make sure that I get. I get. I get on. Kind of not on all the way on his level, but like a budget technically T. That's where I'm trying to be. Like, so that's that's how we're gonna roll. It's gonna be technically Jeff, but we we got this though. It, yeah, it's it, be a little bit better. I mean, look, you know how it is. You know bro, what time it is. I, I'm telling you, bro. It's it's it, it is one of those things, man. Where, you know. It, I, and look, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I invested in the Canon ecosystem. So uh, since I invested in the Canon ecosystem, I had to rock with Canon. And so now, you know, everybody rocking with Sony and all that stuff like that. And I, I thought about, you know, doing the lot. And look, I got four camera angles of five cameras. So I got five cameras with four different camera angles. And so what I wanted to do is, it's weird the way I do this stuff. Like, I actually turn on four cameras, even if I don't use the, the, the clips. Mm -hmm. I always think that I might use the clips. Like, I always think that one, one time I might want to use that side angle or the top angle or the back angle or something like that, uh, and this, this to get that clip. But as far as treatment, I have my room treated. I had to, I put, I got all kinds of sound buffers and stuff from the ceiling all up to the back because of the echo effect and I have carpet down on my floor to try to stop the reverb. Um, yeah. But yeah, it made, it made a difference because when I remember before I, I was, I, I sounded bad. I used to use smartphone for audio. Oh God. Yeah. that You talk about how terrible that was using yeah. smartphones for, for, for microphones. I mean, but it's always ways around that because you can use laugh mics and wireless laugh mic with, with, with smartphones. Uh, yeah. And I, I encourage that to a lot of people that use yeah, that's what smartphones. I did. Yeah, for using yeah. smartphones. And I did that too with my LG devices. I left mm -hmm. and I use laugh mics. Yeah. Great audio, right? And, and yeah, stuff like that. Like with those, the, the, if you had an LG, even better. Oh. Samsung, the Samsung had a good microphone yes. setup. So if you run it with the lav mic, it had good audio coming in. So you had you had different ways of getting around it at the budget level. There's the ways to do level. it because because going from recording what's on like the camera mic, no, mm. that's a big no no. <laughs> if you're you're just using your phone, using just the phone's mic, unless it's up on your face, it's not going to sound that good. Is so that? yeah, just gotta you know we all got to start somewhere. That's really what it comes down to, and and level up as you can. Yeah, um, is really what it what it comes down to, but. You know, we're both both me and you. You know, obviously you're deeper in it than I am, but we're both heavily invested in what we're doing at this point. Oh, but yeah. for me, it was one of those things where I didn't I didn't invest almost anything until the channel could pay for it. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So once the, once I got the, the, the revenue, the affiliate, the AdSense, all that stuff working to a point where it could cover buying a Sony camera, where it could cover buying a microphone or a different computer or whatever it might be. Once it got to that level, that's when I was like, okay, now it's time to start reinvesting in the channel. Um, you know, because that's, that's, you know, what it's for. That's what that money is for to make the content better. Let the content pay for itself. Yeah. Um, because that's why I'll tell people like when they first start YouTube, you know, they'll tell me like, Oh, what camera, what mic do I need? I'm like, you have a phone, start with that, get going. And if you're really about this life, because a lot of people will buy a bunch of stuff, come to realize YouTube is a lot harder than they they thought. (laughs) And then they'll be like, now you got to sell all this stuff off. I know a few people that did that. There's like, in real life friends who did that they were like oh you know they saw i saw jeff did it so i know i could do it you know and i try to talk to him like hey listen this is not easy but i can help you every step of the way you just got to talk to me um and then at the end they over invested and then ended up having to sell everything off at a loss and i'm like you should just use your phone like i told you i made that mistake when i first started youtube i made that mistake and i always preach about the mistakes that I made so you people don't make the same mistakes that I made. Bro, when I first started YouTube, I didn't have no guidance. I just felt that if I go spend tons of money on this, on that, then my channel go blow up. I got all I got I'm searching for this viral video. It was it was not about me being myself. It was a persona that I was trying to put on to thinking without doing research that my channel is going to blow up if I do X, Y, Z giveaways and all this other stuff when I had like 200 subscribers, right? Spending tons of money. This is one of the reasons why I got this influx of devices. It's not Mm -hmm. by chance that I got over 200 phones. It's because when I first started YouTube, I heavily invested in product but and I didn't invest in cameras that I didn't I didn't invest in microphones and lighting and nothing like that. I invested in product with the assumption of the channel was just blowing out of proportion. And I noticed I'm dropping videos, five views, ten views, five views, ten views. And I mean I'm spending tens of thousands of dollars on product and I'm getting 20 views, 10 views. And not until maybe about two years in it. That I had to sit back and say, and it, it, when I went to go see my CPA, that became, you know. It gets real. <laughs> right. So yeah. the Oracle be like, you spend how how much? And that, you know, after, after kind of going through some of those growing pains, I had to sit back and rethink everything. And so I, I went into a, a mental issue of, mm-hmm. you know, am I doing the right thing? I wanted to do YouTube, so I wouldn't go never quit. But here I am investing. I got, you know, 50 smartphones. And I was like, all these phones sit all over the place. And I'm, I don't, you know, so I had to kick back. I had to stop what I was doing. And I had to yeah. re- reevaluate. I had to reinvent. The, I had to reinvent the wheel. And I had to start thinking about, and I wasn't doing affiliate links. I wasn't doing nothing. I was strictly on AdSense. Matter of fact, I was on an MCN that was robbing me blind every month. I was on yeah. the MCN because guess what happened? When I first started YouTube channel, I'm getting flooded with emails from MCN. Hey, we're going to oh. support your channel. We're going to post your videos. We're going to do this. We're going to make you big and all this stuff like that. And I, I, I fell, you know, I fell for the banana in the tailpipe. Oh, man, it's not just you, man. A lot of people, a lot of people got that. Like real talk, big people too, man. Yeah. It's like, 
you know, because I mean, even um, even my guy Roberto Blake, man, yeah, you know, with everything he knows and stuff, he was getting robbed up until just a couple years ago, and they mm-hmm. still owe him money. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's it's not just you, man. It's you know, there's a lot of predators in the YouTube space, and you know, that's one of the reasons why I like to keep communications open with as many creators as I can, yeah, because I want to make sure that if some they come across something that's wrong or that's a scam or something that they could run it past me like what does this look like to you you know what do you think of this you know and it's been a couple times where people have done that they've reached out you know or they've seen uh agreements like they've had a a brand come across them and and hit them with like a contract kind of thing and i'll read through it real quick and i'm like nope Nope. don't do it don't do it because they're basically they're trying to lock you in on some bs and they ain't even trying to pay you exactly so yeah so yeah you got to be careful man there's a lot of predators out here i could tell you firsthand i fell for every banana in the tailpipe, and it, that that people, every scam that you can imagine, I fell for it. I I fell for the MCN. I fell for doing product reviews without doing promos without payment. I fell mm-hmm. for a lot of things because I felt that first of all, I I reached out to you know other content creators at the time, man. People like turning me down, like who is this guy? Easy Computer Solutions. They turned me down, mm-hmm. and. It was a struggle bus, so I had to learn everything from trial and error. Yeah. And so I, after learning everything I've learned over the years, I tried my best to instill those do's and don'ts to up-and-coming content creators, right? Um, to let them know, hey, listen, you got to put the work in, player. Ain't mm-hmm. I promise you, you ain't go, things ain't going to come to you like you think think it is because you watch other content creators and you see the views the subscribers everything looking hunky-dory it looks good everything's pretty and all that man it's a lot of work yeah um that's that's the thing man it's a long journey and that's the thing that to me was really humbling and it's it's a way that i'll even talk to like my own students and stuff and i'll tell them like listen whatever channel you idolized that got you to start this I'm, I'm happy you have that inspiration what i need you to do though i need you to go to their channel and sort it by oldest and look at how they started yeah and this way you can see how far back that goes and you'll be like oh wow they put in how much work they've been on youtube for eight years now yeah like do you think they just got here yesterday and somehow got four million subscribers <laughs> not nah, that's not how this works like they had to put in work they had to grind yes over and over and over you know and it was one of those things where um i even had one dude who uh was like, oh yeah, Unbox Therapy, that's my favorite dude, yeah. you know, Lou and those guys and this and that. So I was like, all right, check this out. Have you ever watched his first video? And he was like, what? He didn't even know how to sort by oldest. I went to his <laughs> channel, showed him, I was like, sort by oldest. Let's go back to when he was in his bedroom. Yeah. Unboxing stuff. Yeah. Like, let's go back to those days, right? And I'm like, that's where he started. Look how many videos that is. Look how many videos it took from him to get from there to, you know, 10 million, 15 million subscribers. Right. Like that didn't happen overnight. And it didn't happen in the time that you've even been watching. This dude started watching Lou when Lou had like 4 million subs. <laughs> he already, you know, you know yeah. already at the top. <laughs> yeah. So it's at the beginning of his journey. as right. a viewer, But it's not the beginning of Lou's journey. And that kind of humbled him a little bit because he was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize how far back this went. I'm like, you weren't even around for Ben Gate. That's how, how new you are. Right. So, yeah, you got to, I'm like, you know, so that's one of the things we have to remember is that, you know, a lot of people see where creators are now. Mm-hmm. They don't think about the journey of what took to get there um, because people say that stuff. Like for me, it's like 80K, man, I'm, you know, that's five and a half years, you know yeah. what I mean? Or, you know, five years now that I've been doing this, it doesn't seem like that long, 
but it's a lot of work, man. Yeah. I, you know, I can tell you that, you know, that yeah, there's yeah. a lot of sleepless nights. There's a lot of times that I missed out doing stuff, you know, because I've been trying to build something. I've been yeah. in the lab grinding. So, you know, that's one of the things we have to remember and as a lesson for anybody who wants yeah. to do this is that it takes work, man. Like yeah. it's one of the things where you gotta, you can't cheat it. You, yeah, know what you, I mean? can't. you can't, you can't cheat the grind. Like you have to embrace it. I, I, t- I, t- I tell people all the time, you say, they say, easy, you on Twitter at 2 3 o'clock in the morning. I, I say, I'll be browsing up and down stuff because I, I'm in the studio. Mm-hmm. I say, listen, I tell people this all the time. I say, this video that I posted, you know, maybe a couple of videos or whatever. I say, this video may be eight minutes to you, but it took me three days, 11 hours a day just to make that one eight minute video. It's like, well, how? But look at it. I know it looks good. Transitions and, you know, did that another popping, bing, bing. Yeah, but that takes time, concentration, oh. effort, right? Yeah. I mean, little the littlest things, man, take yeah. time. Trying like to sync up intros like like that intro you showed. Oh. That section of that video took me so long to create, you know, compared to the other sections of that video that it's like because of time like the clip has to be right it has yes. to blend into the yeah. next clip it has to work with the pacing of what i'm talking about and you know making sure that each one of those when i say the name of the product it appears correctly and then it blends into the next one so that like i have to even think about like how is this going to look yeah while i'm writing the script yes so that they all go into each other well so it's there it's so much that goes into the, those little things people don't see it Did, they see the end product yeah but they don't appreciate the work that it took to to get there. But for creators, I mean, I love I love showing that and sharing that with them because, like, hey, listen, it's not easy. Like, it might look like it's hard. It, it, it's not that difficult to do, but the time that it takes is the is, that's the thing, man. You know, it's a, the funny thing about it when we when you talk about scripts, right? It, I, when I'm reviewing a product, I've got my phone and I'm typing in thoughts. Right, mm-hmm. so I'm, I got my phone as I'm reviewing devices or reviewing product. If I'm out in the field, I, I like to go to parks and stuff because that's one of the things that I do. I, I go to three or four different parks. I have to drive to four different parks just to film, you know, a little B-roll. It's a 20-minute mm-hmm. drive each park, right? So I'm going yep. to parks just to do a, a, a one-minute, two-minute B-roll. But I'm also taking notes about my experience as I'm using the device, then I have to take all of that footage and all of my thoughts and I have to you know, put it in my uh, script program and then I have to finish off the script. And so f- when I type up my thoughts, I haven't even started, you know, make, doing my talking head part, you know. Um, then my thought process is the first 30 seconds. I'm going to tell you, that right there takes a half a day. It's, it almost takes a half a day just to do the first 30 seconds of the video. Because you want to make it so special and you try to change it up every video. You try to do things different every video. Mm-hmm. But you think about if I'm going to sit at my big screen TV and watch this video, I want to watch great content. I want to see some good transitions, some good B-roll, some good talking, some good this. And look, I'm not, I'm, I, I actually love the content creators better you know, sometimes stumble over words because I feel that it, it's more genuine, it's more authentic than completely reading the script verbatim. Mm-hmm. I feel the authentic, you know, a, a content creator is more authentic when they, every now and then, 
maybe repeat the same thing that they said, you know, or, or maybe stumble over a word and not this, you know, you know, the specs is this, that, that, blah, 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 and no, no kind of nothing like, you know, and I, I just feel that sometimes I think people get too deep into the, you know, and I, I use a teleprompter, and, but my teleprompter is more of my thoughts and I do stumble over my words, you know, and mm-hmm. I think that's the hardest, and the first 30 seconds, I always talk about this. I know Roberto Blake talk about the first hundred videos, mm-hmm. uh, you won't see no impact. The first hundred videos, and I, I, I'm glad he say that. It's because just to let the newer content creator that if you made one video or two videos, that you ain't gonna blow up unless you do something stupid, yeah. right? And I always tell content creators, and I don't know if you tell us. I say, why, why you, why are you waiting on a viral video? Consistency is always the best. You get one mm-hmm. viral video, then the next video tank. Yep, you know. So I always say, go for consistency, not that viral video. Yeah, no, hundred percent, man. That's the thing we try to we try to teach that you know you want to go for that long term, long term growth is really what it comes down to, man. And yeah, I mean we've seen channels that have taken off off their first video either one by accident mm-hmm. or two it ain't their first channel, right? They're going right. into it with with the benefit of already having done it three or four times. Um, you know, there's a couple channels I ran into where these dudes, you know, 200,000, 300,000 subscribers in a matter of six months. Woo. And then when I go and have a call with them, I'm like, yo, this is pretty wild. But from your first video, like the stuff was dialed in and they're like, oh, yeah, this is like my fifth channel. Oh, yeah. I'm right. like, oh, all right. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, no, this isn't my first go around. He's like, yeah. I just took everything that I learned the past three years and I applied it to this channel. Yeah. And it, it, I mean, he, he went off. I'm like, hey, you know, more power to you. But yeah. that's how he did. Like he, he even says it. It's like if I was brand new, no way. He's like, my first channel still has only eighteen thousand subs after three years. But this this new channel, yeah. you know, three hundred thousand in six months. I mean, because he had the experience. So that's the big big difference. So let me ask you a question about these other platforms that's kind of taking some of the YouTube thunder. I we know I've noticed, and I've noticed this even with my channel is you got the you know shorts and. TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and uh, t- uh, you know all Telegram and all. Uh, uh, are we seeing a shift over with our consumers that come to YouTube for long con long content, detailed content to the TikTok? I've I've been on TikTok. I've seen a couple of tech reviews. I mean, they one minute they going through a I mean just fast stuff. Boop 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 boop. Editing is nice or whatever, but the, the vertical thing, the portrait type style, I I, I don't like that. Hmm. What's your thoughts about TikTok and Instagram? Is this the new wave? I mean, does is is YouTube has to do something to combat this type of situation? Because I started doing shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it doesn't do that well, but I understand. I mean, once you start, you got to build it up. But yeah. I know content creators that went to TikTok. Man, is doing very well. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know about AdSense as far as money wise, but I, I I see you know guys that that tell me, hey, easy. I mean, I, I could barely crack a thousand subs on YouTube, get five views, ten views. I take the same content and shorten it down and bring it to TikTok. I'm I'm doing hundreds of thousands of views on there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good for you can you can definitely get a lot of a lot of views. You know, you can even get a lot of followers and stuff. Um, but money wise, you have to go out and get it because TikTok, they, they throw peanuts at their like top 1%. Okay. So it's one of those things where 
it's not like YouTube where, you know, you can pull in, you know, a decent amount of money if you're pulling in a couple hundred thousand views a month. Yeah. You know, you can pull in a pretty decent amount, a little chunk of change there. But, you know, TikTok is, is a bit different. They don't have that kind of ad, or at least not yet. They don't they don't have that kind okay. of ad sharing. I'm sure at some point they might or they will so that they can compete at that level. But right now, you know, a lot of my friends who are doing well there is because they're they were creating the content they're doing it very good organically mm -hmm. and companies reaching out to them and then they're getting paid to do you know TikToks, sponsored TikToks, stuff okay. like that they're making good money off that like if you can do that knock yourself out same same thing i'll tell everybody on youtube or instagram or anything like that don't don't wait for the platform to monetize you mm -hmm. if you want to make money you need to go out there and get that money mm -hmm. right so you need to do that for yourself right and that's the thing like i i, I see people doing this all the time all the time where they're just like i can't wait to get to a thousand subscribers so i can monetize my channel i'm like you should already be monetized yeah like if you want to get paid go get paid because right. it's one thing that's a misunderstanding between a lot of creators is the fact that they think that you have to have a certain number of subs or a certain number of views in order to make things happen and that's not that's not the case especially if you have skills so if i was you one have of skills, them i was one yeah. of them i i, I no, didn't think that way yeah I had somebody pull me to the side and, and let me know like, hey, uh, I think it was like 300, 400, uh, 300, 400 subs where uh, somebody was like, yeah, man, you need to you need to start using affiliate links. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? What is that? <laughs> they broke it down to me. And I was like, let me look a little bit deeper. This is how I found Roberto Blake's channel. Yeah. Was I typed in affiliate link marketing. Sure enough, one of his videos came up. I started watching that, went down a rabbit hole, figured out how to do it, started applying to all the different things, started with Amazon. Yeah. And that's really where by the time by the time I hit a thousand subscribers, because uh, I already had the watch time, but by the time I hit a thousand subscribers, I was already making like I think something like three hundred a month on the channel mm -hmm. on my own. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh cool, I monetize, cool. I'm already making money though, right? And then by the time I got my first money from YouTube, <laughs> by then I was already making five hundred to seven hundred a month. Yeah. So I was just like, so ever since then, you know, ad revenue is cool. But it's always been the smallest of my revenue sources yes. on the channel because it's like you got to get out there and get it, man. Like some of the stuff that I'll tell people, like you know about like what I'm doing now, on like my stream sponsorships or the content. Like sometimes I'll shoot content for brands, like they'll want me to shoot B-roll for them, stuff like that. You know, repurposing content, that stuff they pay good money oh, for that. Absolutely, and you can do that at any level. Like yes. if you can, if you just practice your B-roll skills, practice your, you know, whatever it might be. Um, and people don't you know, understand don't, how how important B-roll is. They don't understand well, yeah. that. <laughs> but if they, but they just want to use it. Like here's the yeah. thing: a lot of these brands they just want to use that on their own social media. Right. Pay people for that. So that's the thing, man. I know I know cats that are getting good money to just shoot vertical video for like uh, one dude was doing it for a, a makeup company that doesn't really have a lot of social media presence. Uh -huh. So whoever their social media person was doesn't have any photo skills, any video skills. So he had reached out cause he wanted to work with them and they were like, nah, you know, we don't really have a department that does that. And then he offered him that he was like, well, listen, I can do that for you. How about this? How about, you know, every month, um, I'll shoot you, um, you know, 10 pictures, 12 pictures, and then I'll send you, um, you know, one, you know, vertical video per week that you can post on your stuff. And, you know, this dude's getting something like, if I remember correctly, from what he told me, uh, he's getting something like 10, 15,000 a month mm. for this work. Yeah. For one brand. Yeah. And it's not even taking him that long to do. Right. Just because he has that skill set. Mind you, this, this cat that's making, you know, anywhere between 10 and 15, maybe $20,000 a month. He doesn't even have a thousand subscribers on his channel. Yeah. 
I, I just so, and, but he's got I, the skills though. Yes, and that's what I be telling people. Like, you know, your YouTube channel is your portfolio, right? This is why you have to make sure that your videos is great, right? You got to put time in it. And look, mm-hmm. I always tell people this all the time: it's YouTube. It's no rush. You ain't got to rush it, people. You just have to just do it right because I know a lot of people believe. When a new device come out, oh my God, I got to hurry up and throw an unboxing out there. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? I take an extra day and do a little more spice to it, make it nice and special. And then, you know, I will put mine out and it'd be, a, you know, I, I obviously be a little more because I'm going to put a little more emphasis in my video versus rushing. Rushing gets you nowhere. I would say, to, I tell people all the time, put the time and put the work in. If it takes you an extra half a day, to, to add some spice to your video, then that's what you want to do here, right? Because I always say this, and I I I didn't know how how important B roll was until when I started really emphasizing B roll a lot of B roll in my channel. How brands was just I mean I'm getting tons of emails all all day emails about they love my channel this that another blase blase this and maybe we want to use a clip of this we want to use a clip of that. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, how much for this clip? You didn't want to use a yep. 30 second clip of this and stuff like that. It, all they want is maybe that B roll and maybe a slice of talking points, and that's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's content repurposing right there, man. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's the thing where if it looks good and you happen to say something that like they like, like, you know, but it's something that you really mean, right? Like, right. So let's right. say it's not a perfect product. Right. But at this point, like, you know, it could be something like, uh, Let's say a Samsung phone ain't a perfect phone, but they got beautiful displays. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're just happen to be talking about display. You so you're doing a little B roll, little B roll action of the display, and you're like, yeah, this is a beautiful, you know, display, quad HD, yada yada yada, right? And you're showing in a B roll shot. They want that for thirty seconds. They want that for thirty seconds. They'll right. pay. They will pay for that. Yes. And you know, and I, and I know people that got got uh, got that check cut from Samsung when they use them in that montage. Oh yeah. You know, a lot of our friends got a check cut for that. <laughs> but that's and that's just one company. That's right. not. I mean, there's a lot more than that that will do this for because that was for the commercial for the whole thing. But there's companies that'll do that because they want to put your stuff on their website. Yes. On Amazon pages, yes. on Facebook, on Instagram. You know, they want to do paid media with it and. That's money in your pocket. So, you know, when this is what I tell everybody, if a brand ever reaches out because they saw your video and they were like, oh, yeah, we want to, you know, permission to use a 30 second clip. Pay me. There you go. That's it. There you go. There you go. It's licensing. Get paid because it's your work and they got money. Believe you me. They they got money. You know what? I had to learn this, man. I'm going to tell you this much. I had to learn the hard way because I felt that my channel wasn't big enough. I wasn't bringing in the views. I wasn't doing what I needed to do uh, to ask for 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 you know promo money. And I didn't. Mm. I, and, I, and I felt that I wasn't at that spot yet. And a lot of people was hitting me up and say, "Easy, wait a minute. What what is you talking about?" And so I had to scale back and had to think about this. I say, you know what? I had to change i had to i had to actually change and it was a lot of growing pains for me because i'm thinking about myself i'm not there yet oh i got to be at you know a hundred thousand subscribers a million subscribers in order to ask the work that i'm putting in for them to pay me for the work that listen i'm I, and i had to think about this i say i'm turning on five cameras for christ's sakes right and 
I had to I had to rethink that and and that, you know what I talked to you and I heard some of the things you were saying a while back uh, about when you was coming up you you wasn't even monetized mm-hmm. and uh, you know I, I listened to that stuff man because I don't know I don't have all the answers and I educate myself every day about something that I don't know and I learn mm-hmm. from a lot of content creators that's doing it right uh, and so for me I looked at your channel. And you just you got special stuff going on, you know, and, and I and I really understand how you do your business. And uh I really appreciate that you are in this game, that you love your community, that you do what you gotta do for your people. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, man. And I think that's a that's one of the things that I try to make sure that I try to show through example mm-hmm. and not just talk about it, but be about it, right? And that's that's to start like approach your content and approach um, the way that you do your work from a place of service. Yes. That's really what it comes down to. So it's a place of service, right? Like how can I bring you value as a viewer? Right? So here's the thing, right? Because a lot of people will hear me talk about money a lot in a lot of conversations, but here's the thing. And that's because the two are not mutually exclusive. You can help people and get paid. You can help people get paid and not sell out in that sense yes right because there's people who will do anything for the dollar yes and they will sell you anything they will take any sponsorship and they will do anything it is because they're throwing money at them i've left more money on the table than i care to even think about yes because of these bad partnerships that have come across my way but i can recognize it because it has to pass this filter does this partnership benefit my viewers it has to pass that if if it benefits my viewers then I can, I'm willing to even start the conversation about it, but it has to benefit the viewers first. And that's really what it comes down to. So it has to come from that place of service. Like it, are my videos actually helping people? Am I actually answering the questions that, that a viewer would have if they're in Best Buy trying to buy a set of headphones? Am I answering the questions that they're going to need to know before they can make that purchase? Yes. It has to, that's where I, my stuff comes from. Yes. So if I can do that, provide that value and then also make some money on the end behind that as well, where it's not compromising my position as a reviewer. Right? Uh So basically I'm not taking money to say, yeah, this is a good product. No, I'm, I'm telling you this is good or it's not good, but if you choose to buy it, there's links, I'll get a kickback off of it. Tiny percentage. It's not that big of a deal because some people are going to buy it anyway. Exactly. It doesn't cost them anymore. Right. So, so that's the thing. So you can do both, you know, you can, you can help people and make money. That's the thing that a lot of people kind of get twisted where they think, oh, well, there's money involved. So nah, this, this doesn't work. And to me, I just laugh. Like y'all can, <laughs> you can, they can stay on their high horse all they want, but there's a way to do this where you can stay on the right path and make money. Absolutely. And what did, let me ask you a question about analytics, right? A lot mm-hmm. of people don't understand when they see like, you know, 80,000 subscribers, right? Congratulations on 80,000 subscribers. Roll to yeah. 100,000 subscribers, right? When you look at your analytics and you see 10%, 15% of your, your subscriber base really watch your channel, does that take the mindset of you say, okay, how could I work on the 80% of people that don't watch my channel, that's not subscribed to my channel, but do watch, right? They, this, you know, because we look at our, our analytics and you see the subscriber versus non-subscriber, right? You always have a higher percentage of non-subscribers watch your channel versus subscribers. So you look at, okay, 
If I got 20 to 20 to 80 ratio, am I making my YouTube videos for the 20% or am I working my v, my YouTube videos for the 80% of potentials to to become that part of that 20%? Yeah. Now that's a see that's a mindset question right there, right? Yeah. And I used to be the same way cuz I used to think, man, only 20% of my subscribers are watching. What's wrong with them, right? Not realizing until somebody snapped me out of it <laughs> and they were like, "Nah, you're looking at this wrong." Like, don't worry about that number. What you want, you want a big percentage like that. You want 80% of these people to be new people. Yes. Because put it like this, if you had 100% subscriber viewership, your channel would never grow. Right. Your channel would just never grow because you're only being shown to the same exact yes. people so the having a huge unsubscribe number that's your chance that's your chance to get to them right them. so Absolutely. and that's so i approach my content in that direction like i know the people that rock with me rock with me you know the people that that watch every single one of my videos the ones that show to my live streams mm -hmm. i know they rock with me so i can always include easter eggs for them i can always shout them out you know the base head crew and all that stuff but every video that i make is for the person who's never seen me before. Ah. Because I would have people come into my in my in my uh, comments and be like, yo, you say that in every video, man. You should just stop saying that. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm saying this for the person that has never seen me before mm -hmm. and needs this information. I'm not saying this for you. You can skip over this. So it's like, I appreciate you being here, but the content is made for the person who's never seen me because every single video is my introduction to 80% of my total viewers every month. Yeah. So that's who I'm making those videos for. So it's just a little bit of a mindset shift mm -hmm. because it used to bug me until somebody let me know the psychology behind that. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, they're right. <laughs> like that makes perfect sense. Yep. Like 80% is my chance to grow this channel, to find new people, because a lot of people that will see your channel, they'll get the value they need, they'll subscribe because they feel grateful, whatever reason they subscribe for, but then they never come back. Right. So it's like, all right, cool, it is what it is, but that's why you constantly gotta be bringing these new people. So I always tell people like, it's good to have a community, it's good to have a core audience, and that's what my live streams are really for, yes. is to solidify that community, but the, the main videos on the channel, that's straight up for the new viewers. That, that that is literally for them. I include Easter eggs here and there, but the the way that the psychology behind me making those videos is strictly for the new people who've never seen me before. Absolutely, man. Ah, oh, man, man, man. That that right there. If if any new content creator or anybody that does TikTok or YouTube or anything, this statement that he just said is absolutely pure. This is golden. Because again, when I was years in, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think I'm looking at my analytics and I'm scratching my head and I'm saying to myself, what am I doing wrong here? Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, it, it, and for a lot of content creators, it's frustrating because we all think that if you do X, Y, and Z, you, you have no problem with views and it, it doesn't work that way. And I tell you, it's golden that we have in this conversation and man oh man i, I just I, I could talk all night and i know you could talk yeah. all night but we about at the top of the hour with the podcast and um yeah it's all good man so that's that's one of the things i think if anything if anybody takes anything out of this conversation anybody who would want to start a youtube channel or anybody who is already has a youtube channel but something you need to hear if you're not already doing this is to really focus on who your viewer is that's it. and who you want them to be. Because some people make videos about everything mm -hmm. and that's totally fine. 
but there's also a different mindset. And the way that I'm coming at it is I know who I want my viewer to be. Mm -hmm. And I know exactly who that person is down to a fine level to the point where I gave him a name and his name is Javier. <laughs> and what Javier wants is the latest headphones, the latest earbuds. He loves cell phones. He loves technology. He's between the ages of 21 and 35. I know exactly who he is. I know what he's into. I know the kind of music he's into. I know yeah. what kind of clothes he wears. I know where he lives. So, and I know what kind of money he makes. That's how granular I am with my, with who that person is. And I make every single video for Javier. I, That's the, that, that is who I'm making my videos for. And by aiming at that person, I'm finding a huge crowd of people that come in and want to watch these videos. Yes. So this is what I mean. Like it, it, you can have your own, like your own ideal viewer for whatever it might be. It could be the person that's into import phones. It could be the person who's into big screen TVs. It could be uh, that person that's into doing their makeup or into doing costume makeup. Doesn't matter. But you got to focus on that person. Yep. And then get after them every single video, like <sighs> time is... and time again. So if you're going after a tech head, figure out what it is that they like, and then drill, <laughs> just drill into that. And that's what I mean. Like if they take anything away from it. Focus on that one person. And then once you got that person and you're doing well, mm -hmm. add a second person. Yeah, that's and then you it. add a third person, <laughs> right? Because you'll see channels doing that stuff. Yes. Like you'll see a lot of channels where, where they've gotten bigger. You'll see like certain day of the week, they might post a video about one topic. Next day of the week, they'll post a video about a different topic. Mm -hmm. Why are they doing that? Because they've grown so big that they've been able to expand out to different audiences. So now they're making content on their channel for different viewer groups. So, and you can do that for me. I'm just focused on the one dude right now. Yes. So, but it's, it's one of those things where if you take anything away from it, it's that focus. Like if you can do that, like if you're willing to, to sacrifice yes. and just drill down, I'm telling you, you will see some results, man. Cause that's a, that to me was the biggest game changer. I did it by accident, mm -hmm. but once it was explained to me, then it all kind of came together. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, Woo. Man, you dropping so many, so much gems right now, man. I, they, I, people hear me talk about it, like, oh lord, they go the tech preacher keep talking the same thing over and over and over. But when other people talk about it, when other people that's respected in the the, the community like you, when you talk about it, it becomes a different element because I've been what you're saying is something that I've been talking about with my experience, right? But this is golden. Like, I, I tell you, and this is one of the reasons why I, I, I wanted you to come on the podcast because we wanted to yeah. chop it up. We wanted to get yeah. down dirty into how could you be successful, what the successes are, right? And I always say this, and I always say this. If you don't have a community, you can't make it. You ain't going to make it. You can't do it without a community. How do you get a community? Well, you have to build one from the ground up. You got to be authentic. You got to look yourself in the mirror. You got to make sure that what you're putting out is golden. You got to put time and effort and work in. If you, go to, if you say, you know why I ain't making a video because I'm tired. You know, I'm up to 3, 4 o'clock in the morning making content. I'm back up in the morning at 6 a.m. in the morning, you know, just back at it. Listen, you got to be the, the, the last person to go to sleep at night and the first person to wake up in the morning. That's how you become successful, right? Yep. If you're tired all the time and you can't do it and you can't do this and can't do that, you can't expect results. You can't expect yep. results if you don't put the work and time in. And I, I talk about this. People are like, oh, easy, eh? because you, you ain't got no job. Listen, I, I got a job. I own businesses. I got to be there. Man, I'm going to tell you something. I got to be on my A game all day, every day. 
you know, I, I listen. It, it, it I, I think people believe that. Oh, I'm home all day in the studios and all this stuff like that. I'm out filming all day. Nah, I be I, I go out there filming at two o'clock in the morning. I be in the in the parking lots out there filming at night yeah. when everybody in a bed easy in the studio grinding while everybody mm-hmm. trying to get their beauty sleep because you know what? Easy want results. Easy right. go put the work in, and that's the yeah. key. You can't be successful. You can't be successful. You're not going to put the work in. The success comes with work, people. It's no silver spoon that to go pop out of nowhere. It's no fairy. It's no godmother and all that crap. You got to put the work in, people. It's no excuses. No fluff, no passes. El Jefe Review, y'all. On my tent podcast, this was so special, bro. This was so special. No, nah, man, I appreciate it, man. And I'm I'm still looking forward to the day that we can link up and have a drink together. Man. Oh, yeah. It's going to have to be at one of these upcoming CESs because we missed you at, at tw- uh, 2020. So yeah. hopefully the next time around, we'll be able to link up yeah, and, we, and at least have a beer together. I I have a lot of people asking me about, you know, the CES and all these other events. And I'm, I'm, I'm committed to... Uh, coming to one of these events and not not just for the tech shows but to just to you know one-on-one meeting everybody yeah. right we got to get everybody together go have some beers and, and and chop it up and stuff like that so you know yeah. it's gonna be great let's get it man l hefe review y'all this is podcast number 10 this is this was great man uh check me out on apple Podcasts. uh also go to the tech preacher podcast channel if you want to see the video version of this podcast also i am on apple google Podcasts, and spotify y'all so go on spotify type in the tech preacher you will see it subscribe to that and check out the audio version of this podcast this was so special i like this man i will definitely want to invite you back on so we can chop it up again always man always All right. my honor to be here man thank you very much man and i will leave his uh youtube link down in the description below Man, congratulations on 80,000, your road to 100,000, man. We go support you. We go be there for you. We go do what we got to do for El Jefe Reviews, baby. We got to do what we got to do for them. All right, guys. See y'all on the next podcast. Number 11. Ooh, I, man, I, I'm rolling right along. Ten, ten weeks, man. This is special. All right, guys. I'll see y'all on the next one.